Good morning, good morning. Today is Monday, December 26th. It is 22 degrees out there. Sunny, it's supposed to get to 40 today. And our lake is frozen over, uh, which is, I've never seen that before. I've seen part of it. I have a little layer of ice, but it's been pretty cold. Certainly it's not a thick layer. Um, not safe to walk on like up north. Okay, so today we have more on a biblical example of spirit-led praying. And let's read Colossians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and of the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you, since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together, and he is the head of the body, the church, he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent, for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross, and you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him, if indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister." Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations but now revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all this 
his energy that he powerfully works within me. <clears throat> we do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. In our previous meditation, we began to examine a classic illustration of spirit-led praying. The basic request of this majestic prayer was to learn about and walk in the will of God. We do not cease to pray for you, and we ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may have a walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him. Now we look at other issues in this biblical example of Spirit-led praying. A significant aspect of the will of God involves fruitful laboring unto the Lord, being fruitful in every good work. The abounding grace of God is able to produce abundant ministry in our lives, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, have an abundance for every good work. 2 Corinthians 9.8 The very core of God's will is next, increasing in the knowledge of God. Getting to know the Lord is the supreme issue of life. I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Philippians 3.8 The corollary prayer in Ephesians has this as its fundamental request, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Ephesians 1.17 a key verse for our grace devotionals suggests that connection between God's grace and knowing Him. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 3.18 Another vital part of God's will for us is spiritual empowerment, strengthened with all might, according to His glorious power. With the Lord of grace Himself as our strength, there is no limit to what we can do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. Yet, such divine power is often imparted for reasons other than we might imagine, for all patience and long-suffering with joy. The final aspect of God's will mentioned is gratitude, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Since all of these riches are God's grace, available through humble, trusting prayer, no wonder that the Lord concludes with a reminder about grateful hearts. Heavenly Father, I have a deep desire to be fruitful in service unto you. I have a strong yearning to know you more and more. I have a desperate need to be strengthened by you. I am overflowing with gratitude towards you. In humble faith, I cry out to you. Amen. Have a great day, guys.